This is a Podcast Now production. When you're writing the song, that's the mindset that you have yeah. to be in. Whatever it is about here, people at home, that is a good way to do it. Knock on doors until you yeah. get what you want. And here, for some reason, people have too much pride to do things like that. There's that sense of culture that's just missing that yeah. I have seen absolutely everywhere I've travelled. This is Output DXB. Output DXB podcast vibes. I, I was going to say special guest, but every week is a special guest. But Gary Deegan, Jay Abba, how are you guys? Yeah, man, real good. Amazing. Both got like mad deep voices. <laughs> and really? The best singing voices is just mad. <laughs> um, Gary, I know you obviously, Jay, first time we've like met. I've seen you sing a few times. One of them ones where I'm just in the background. Cool, man. Yeah, that's usually me in the, just in the background. You, do you know, I've actually, got, <laughs> I've actually got a story about you without you even knowing. But That's crazy. Yeah. You you was on the hot list for my wedding. What? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, you was top, that's crazy, top man. two. But it weren't because... Who beat me? Uh, Stefan Lamar. Yeah, that's I get it. Cheers. But it Thanks, was only. Cheers. Thanks for that. Cheers. I didn't know you. Did. <laughs> he definitely. <laughs> it, it was only because um, of the song that we chose as our first dance, and I'm not. Can't remember it, so I'm not even going to say it. But yeah, that was the reason why. It was song specific. Yeah. Yeah. Very song specific. And, and Stefan wears really shiny suits at weddings. And <laughs> if I wore one of those suits, I'd look really, look really bad. Yeah, he, he he's got the dance moves. He well. did the first dance where we did the first dance where he was in the middle of the dance floor, and it was like. Yeah, you, you wouldn't want in me in, in, the, in the middle of the dance. <laughs> Put a shiny zoo on. Yeah. But yeah, so I feel like I do know you. But when what did you I get don't married? know. Oh. When? Yeah. Uh, October 2019. Here. Oh, okay. It was nice. Big but, wedding? Yeah. I would never do that again. <laughs> I would never spend that much money on one day either. Can't do it now. Yeah. What Maybe. is it, 50 people at a wedding? Well, yeah, at least you did a pre-COVID, so. Yeah, yeah. it was literally two two months before. I would have probably preferred if it was during COVID. <laughs> I won't be chasing my pennies now. <laughs> but yeah, we're not, we're not here about my wedding. We're here about you guys. Um, so yeah, I obviously have heard of you and know who you are, but I don't know your story. I know a bit of your story and I know what how you came about, but I don't know yours. Well, how, how do you guys know each other first? Because like, I, it was obvious when I walked in that you guys had like a, a rapport, but... Uh, so when I started singing at White, that's how I met Charlie. Yeah. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, of course, that makes perfect sense. And, well, uh, when was your first, when was your first gig at White? Because I know you'd been doing them recently, like just before the season ended right now. Well, ended, I'm, I'm so, you know. When but, did I start that? In October? October, I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I only know you about six months. Yeah, I feel like oh, okay. each other. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just love Irish people, to be fair. Love, man. When I was What's rehearsing, love? when I used to rehearse a show, oh, yeah. Charles E.B. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd get on the stage and dance, <laughs> like a backing dancer. <laughs> I forget them things. Yeah. <laughs> so I really need to stop doing it. If you're distracting me down on the And then the I'd, you could say I also DJ'd for him because I would press play on your Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He used That's, to play, yeah. hit the track while yeah. we did the show. So... It's, 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 a, it's a it's a tight bond, yeah. Tight yeah, yeah. Bond. You weren't there for the last show, I don't think. I think you were off. Uh, oh, sure. So who was the DJ came in, and it was the one show I absolutely made a complete balls of. I think I was there. It was a J J Jason Derulo song. Yeah, I think I was. <laughs> really? Oh my god! Yeah, you uh, you weren't happy, was you? It's the most all. embarrassing. Oh, what what happened? So the intro of the track. We changed the key of the track and the intro was really short. Yeah. 
and then you I, literally come straight on it, don't you? And but I was in the wrong key and couldn't no. get it back. And there was a girl at the front table, and she was like, "Oh it, no, it wasn't that's Jason the worst." Marilla, was it? It was. It was um, "Want to Want Me" by Jason. Oh Marilla. yeah. yeah. And I what was the intro? Couldn't, Jason, I couldn't. <laughs> was that, that, that's the only intro I can think of for a Jason Derulo song. It was just did it, did it, boom, and Oof. then put in the wrong key, and I couldn't get it back, just which a never four happens. Count, just a four right. count straight into the song. Do you know that horrible feeling? Is that up there with one of your like one? Would you call that embarrassing for you? Probably, honestly, one of the worst. I've Serious, yeah. like one in your whole career. I thought I wanted the ground to open up and just swallow me. It was the worst. Yeah, we've all because those even when I was trying to like listen to the speaker to get back into the right key, I just it wasn't happening. And Diane was at the DJ box corner. <laughs> yeah, I, I was there. I was there. I weren't DJing it, but I was there. How do you forget how bad that was? Then? Yeah, but so that's the <laughs> only time you've ever done that. Like that's that's your most embarrassing moment. I think it is. Yeah. It is like because the whole song was an absolute mess, and I just couldn't get it back. But that's pretty good going for the long career you've had, though. If that's yeah. your first. See, if you're doing live music, like me and Jay have played together for two years. Two years now, yeah. And if you make a mistake, you can just pick it back up. Yeah, exactly. But it's when not, you're doing a show at White, yeah. and it's a track, <laughs> you can't go, you can't. stop, start yeah, again. Start again. Do you know the worst thing about it is he only did one song a night. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know, that's why it's so bad. It's because it's one song it's in so front of true. a huge audience. Yeah. And in, I couldn't even redeem myself. the club in Dubai. Yeah. I'm just like making it worse. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't so need bad. to say that really, did I? No, you're right. I couldn't even, I was like, let me do another song just to redeem it. But. What's like your most embarrassing moment? I was just, while you were t telling the story, I was thinking about, it. I have like a bunch, a bunch of much smaller ones, just like smaller <laughs> audiences, but just a, a larger amount of, of little embarrassing moments. Obviously, there's like they're 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 like the common ones, right? Like for for me, it, it usually isn't being. It's not like starting in the wrong key. It'll be like forgetting, like swallowing up one lyric, and then and then because you're just thinking about that one thing that you just messed up, and you're stuck in that loop, then you just you just keep forgetting like the the lyric that comes after that and after that and after that, and then you're almost singing just a song of gibberish. Come on, how many times have we done that yeah, at, yeah. at Cove? You kind of go into panic mode. Yeah. yeah, but with a band, it's not like as live live. It's not as bad, is it? Because you can just you can laugh. Yeah, and, just, and really, yeah. no one's listening. Also, yeah. it's not like it's not like it's your only song of the night, and you're in the biggest club in Dubai, is it? <laughs> they listen at Cove though. It's, it, recently, they like the last year that yeah they have yeah. been. Yeah, so if, they, if we make a mistake, we faked it and, and we made it to the point where yeah, they're yeah. like oh these guys these guys think they're important and now we, <laughs> we think so too <laughs> so, yeah that's we actually, got them in the end yeah. that's actually something i want to like touch on because you as singers correct me if i'm wrong but is there that kind of what's the word like do you feel like people that come and see you guys it is to really hear you guys sing and the musicality of it and stuff like that or is it we're just coming because it's a show I think it depends on on the gig, like on the like venue. yeah, on on and on the venue. I think mostly with residencies, it's not because they're coming to sing. It's just like an added bonus yeah. to, to to their to night. night. Yeah, is having that entertainment. And if you and if you want to listen, you listen. And if you don't, you you won't. But I feel like usually it's the uh, it's like the 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 one off events or like you know you know how like Dubai and Abu Dhabi like UAE has always has these 
like really big outdoor sort of yeah, um, markets yeah. or, or or you know events and in on I, I'll, I'll notice that people the people who come to those ones are more into seeing the entertainment whether it's someone singing or like a magician or <laughs> <laughs> you know and but. and the difference between them would that vary on the type of songs that you sing as well like i guess the residency type ones are a bit more playing for the crowd like yeah if, if i was to take it as a dj 100%. side i would be like a residency i'd play for the crowd if it was one of the like market type ones yeah like, to set a couple more for me like yeah. yeah a couple a couple more of the songs would be like for me if i'm doing something where it's where it's not really a residency yeah what would you say gary i think the one residency here that we do at cove mm. people do come for it's one of the music, only ones and it's the one do, where yeah. you can do like Originals, Jay does his original stuff, yeah. and people sit and listen. Whereas in Dubai, a lot of the time it's like background, yeah. as you know, people are. But I think with Cove, it's more aimed at a live, on a Monday night, it's yeah. a live acoustic show, and people do come back for the music. And them, them type of shows, I always feel like they're kind of lacking in Dubai. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think they're, they're, they've done really well for what they've done there. And obviously, it's a massive risk to do something like that. But why do you think it is lacking? Um, I've like, like, I've been asked this question a lot. I think, I think if like, if you just, if you just think of Dubai as a place, like the nature of the place, the dynamic of the place, it's, it's a very like transient place where people just come because there's like a job to do or yeah. there's or there's work and then on when the weekend comes inevitably inevitably and people want to let loose and stuff you know i'm again i'm talking like pre-covid days because i want to cover like a large period of time uh you know people are just people just want to go out and 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 have a and have a drink or or you know party but i don't think there's that like hunger for like at least like original music maybe i'm talking just specifically about original music you know mm. but i think i think a lot of it is is like you'll hear that we, we play we play a lot of the same songs like the, I, don't, I don't mean just me and you but like a lot of us musicians we all kind of have this like 200 song and uh, you know um uh repertoire yeah. of like well these are the songs that you play at a, at a dubai gig so you kind of can predict what you're going to hear on a night out. Like, you know, you're going to get your no diggities. Hey, I'm the king of <laughs> yeah. singing that. I, I sing that song way too much, bro. And like, I know that. But the thing is, gets the crowd going. Like, people like it. Like, they like yeah, it every yeah. time. And so I but don't know it's if it's exactly the same as a DJ, though. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's, it's no different. Uh, <clears throat> and as part of, like, on the other episodes where I spoke about it, I kind of prefer doing an earlier set because I can play what I want. 100%. Instead of, like, and I guess Pleasing that's the, the same. Yeah. I think because of COVID, I know everyone keeps talking about COVID, but hopefully, and I hope I'm right, especially with venues that now they've stopped music again, they'll appreciate music more when, it comes when we come back. Yeah. And people will realize that venues are a lot better with live music. Well, we and the owners glimpse. of these venues will realize, oh, we're really lacking. We need, we need live music back. 100%. Because a lot of people unfortunately take advantage of but on the flip side of that there's also that element of live music sounding good 
which I think a lot of venues will struggle to get right. Yeah, but, uh, man. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think like you, it's all well and good everyone doing live music. You can have a hotel with a good bar that has live music, but if you guys ain't comfortable on stage and it ain't a good system, it's a bit pointless. Yeah, and 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 like sometimes venues will like like or or venue runners or managers will will like seem baffled when you say like I can't I can't use just that yeah. one speaker without mm. a mixer or a monitor or you know anything like i've i've shown up to many gigs where they've had like nothing you know luck luckily like lucky for us we're, we're blessed with like our cove residency we have like a, a sound engineer which is almost unheard of mm. in a live gig right i like i had to be the sound guy for many of my own gigs before almost all my residencies before that you yeah. know uh or if they do s send in a sound man it's not a it's sound. not a sound yeah. man right it's just someone to set up the yeah. equipment like the cables and stuff mm. Uh, but, but yeah, there is a lack of like, and it's crazy because they're da so so down to invest in 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 so many things that are expensive. Uh, but but really, getting a good audio setup is like is like a one time is like a one time fee that that really does like pay off, right? If in, in the long run, definitely, and it makes the artists feel more comfortable. Obviously, 100%. if you've got good sound, and I think it, it comes across to the audience as well. So I think if you, if you're gonna invest in it it's going to add to the whole show and everything that you guys are doing for sure have like, you ever lost the plot <laughs> during a gig if you've got bad sound like just stopped like or? sounds like you have. lose your temper you, you, have. Oh, <laughs> you definitely of have of course bro. If, you've got a story here come on <laughs> yeah yeah no you try, you you wanna... try not to you try to keep your cool but when you're when you've got bad sound it's just the worst thing Rukshan, I just can't hear myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've got bad hearing at the best of times. So, Love. not not like a diva drop or anything, but like just simple things, like so, like just good, where you can hear yourself. Yeah. yeah. And but, so on many the other side of obviously what I do as a DJ, I DJ for Tiny, and we've done so many shows. So I would be the guy that would go in if we ain't took a full team. Tiny tempo. tempo. Oh, cool. And um, I would go and just make sure the sounds right, check the mics, do everything like that. Not a sound engineer, but a good knowledge of it. Yeah. And I felt like this was the worst place to come to and have good sound. Yeah. Like yeah. out of anywhere we've ever done club gigs, just acoustic stuff, whatever. Totally and it, agree. It's just because it's an afterthought. It is. It's yeah. always an afterthought. And what what was weird to me is like I've I've been in Dubai like 20 years. I grew up here, you know. I went to high school here and so like I I started doing music live professionally here in Dubai. Uh, even though I'm Lebanese, but there was like a couple summers ago, I think, uh, yeah, two, three years ago was the first time that I went and did a live gig in, in, in Beirut, in Lebanon. And it was, it was like a, a little tiny hole in the wall type bar, but they still had like way better sound and a sound guy than, than a place with like uh, 10 times the budget here, mm. you know? And, and that's really the first time where I was like, oh, okay, like a lot of places in Dubai sort of like tighten their purse strings when it comes to, yeah. to, to which audio. Which is the worst. Which is the worst, yeah. To do. Just going back to, obviously you said you, you grew up here. Yeah. But you're from Lebanon. So just to, like, tell me a bit about that. And because you was on a TV show as well, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So that was recent. No, I was on, I was on The Voice. We were both on The Voice. <laughs> yeah. You have two Mine was previous The Voice. Ago. Thanks, Gary. Two years back. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant you lasted longer. 
wow. Is that is that where we're going with it? My, my my stint was shorter. I was I was I was, uh, I was there till like for two episodes. You were there till like you were top top three, right? Or top uh, quarterfinals? Quarterfinals, yeah. 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 So, but that was was that the voice? Yeah, yeah. Arabi- Arabia, Arabia, yeah, the voice of Arabia. I don't, I'm not Funny. even sure what they call it. The voice Arabia. Is it? Yeah, the Arab voice. Is it the Arab? No, it's no, no, no. It's the voice. It has to be the voice Arabia. The Arab voice would be so bad. Oh <laughs> yeah. So you did that. Arabia. You did that recently. Yeah. He was on the show and he doesn't even know. The name. Uh, no, I'm sure. I'm almost sure it's the it's the voice, <laughs> the voice of Arabia. Voice of Arabia might be that. It was good. It was really good. It was it was good. I had a good audition, uh, like the blind audition where the, yeah. the chairs turn and stuff. I got I got two chairs on the on on the penultimate day, so like just the day before the last day. And the thing is, the slots fill up because like ju- when c- judges or coaches, as they yeah. told us to call them, the day w- did you have that where coaches, they were like yeah. never call them judges? They're coaches. Yeah, they're coaches, not judges. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, so the slots were all filling up. And I think there were like f- f- seven slots left, so I got l- really lucky to get to get two chairs. I got in. It was it was a great like piece of content, and like I still use it for promo yeah. all the time. It's such a good piece. That's of what I'd say. Right? It's, a, it's the best thing for yeah. like promo yeah. videos. Just doing a show exactly. Like Send us a promo video. I've been on the vo- yeah. Just <laughs> grab this. It's my audition. I got two chairs. You know, that's it. It's a gr- yeah, and that's it's a good it. selling yeah. point. They go exactly. gaga and like they love yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So prior to you going on the voice to now, yeah. In terms of getting work and stuff, has it become a lot easier because you've done that? It, it so I already I'm lucky to already have had like a bit of a uh, like I grinded for for I would say two years here because I, I I decided to so okay I'll just go really quick I grew up in Lebanon like from zero to eight I was in Lebanon I lived for uh, in Paris for a year and then I moved here in 2000 and I've been here since 2000 like with my family. Uh, I I went to high school here. I went to university here. Uh, I studied finance just because like Arab background yeah. family, they need you to sort of have like a diploma or that, you know, just something to say that you've that, that you have something to fall back on, like a career to fall back on. So I did finance. And as soon as I graduated, uh, uh, I was like, like at that point, my parents were like, well, now you have to, you know, you get a job. I thought, you know, I was like, oh, I thought I was done now. <laughs> I thought this is where I get to do my own thing. So I, but I just convinced, uh, it's my mom, not my parents, my mom. I, I, I told my mom, like, just give me six months. And if I'm not making as much as uh, someone in an entry level job would be making right uh, straight out of uni, then I'll stop, you know? And, and I think that was in, like end of 2016 and by 2017 like i had started landing a few gigs 2018 i got like i got iris that was my first sort of like big residency like in a in a, in a spot that mattered and uh and and then since then it's been it's been sort of like it's been good yeah. the one thing that the voice that i'll say like the voice did is i was j- i just i raised my rates when i came back from there you know I, by like I, I assume around 30%, you know, I just started asking for a bit more mm. um, because, uh, you know, you know what I mean, Gary, right? Like yeah, yeah. you can, I think it's like a big thing is how much you ask for. Uh, and that alone places you in a certain, yeah. like, you know, I'm, uh, you know what I mean? If you can back it up, if you have, if of course, if you can back it up. And if you have like those videos from the voice or whatever, people yeah. here, just yeah. agents and stuff, venues, they love that. So. So you coming off the back of the voice, you then moved here. 
So I did did it in 2012, which is nine years ago. Oh my God. It's got to be one of the first series, isn't it? It was series one. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, was, it was season first, one. Yeah, yeah. I'm an old timer. <laughs> and then uh, I did a year of touring, like Ireland and stuff. Did some cool gigs, actually. Uh, we got to sing with um, John Legend and nice. different uh, cool stuff like that. Saturdays, remember the band, the girl band Saturdays? Yeah. Uh, supported them. Uh, but yeah, some nice gigs, but making no money. In Ireland, you just don't make any money. It's too yeah. small. So then I went to the Philippines just for um, like a year later, just said, right, I'm out of here. Took a trip to the Philippines for three weeks. Stopped off here in Dubai on my way home to see some friends that were musicians here already. And then I did one gig while I was here on holidays. And then... They were like, oh, I'll come back, do more. So I went home for a week, came back, and I'm here wow. eight years. So it's been good. Dubai's been really good. And you're obviously using the voice as your CV. At the start, I was. And then, thankfully, I got to build up. <clears throat> I worked with a lot of different um, brands and clients here. So I was able to build on build a reputation for myself here. Yeah. And then... Not have to use the voice. Oh, there's nothing wrong with using it. No, of course not. Just over time, it kind of. But right, that was eight years ago. Move on. So, so do you feel like Dubai is a place where, say, you coming off the back of the voice, is probably one of the only places in the world you can actually just go and get residencies like this, or do you think you could have done it anywhere else? It's definitely one of the few places where you can make good money in the corporate world yeah, in music um, and the money can be really good but um and residencies i always used to pay the bills and but it's the corporate scene whereas in ireland sometimes you can get a nice corporate job but here there's just so many more to choose from or not to choose from that sounds cocky <laughs> no, 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 doesn't. No, there's, there's I so, there are so many job. corporate gigs, bro. It's a corporate yeah, like, yeah. country, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you. Um, uh, but even in, even in Ireland, like residency rates wise, it's still a lot lower than what oh, you get yeah. here, right? Yeah. And that's like, what's crazy. That's the, that's what we're lucky. Like that's what's good about Dubai is like we actually. We actually get paid better for what we do, I think, than than anywhere, any anyone else, you know, on Def- our level or whatever yeah. around the world. So, like, yeah. And in Ireland, it's such a again a small island, and it's soaked in music, and yeah. everything yeah. is music. Yes, trying to make money there in music is like even top Irish artists have to leave the country to make money, mm. unless they do a tour or something. But, um, but Dubai, yeah, it's been good. But you don't miss the, like, to me, Ireland is always the best gigs. Like, Oh, yeah. Ever. It's going back to what you said earlier on. At a gig in Ireland, people come and they listen. Yeah. Yeah. It's about the music. There's no, Same no one Lebanon. will be talking in the crowd. Same if, in Lebanon. Yeah, yeah. If people are talking, they'll be told to shut up or get out or people are there for the music. Yeah. That's one thing I found hard here. At the start, then you just get used to it. Yeah, yeah. People don't really give a shit sometimes where they're just sitting there. Do you feel like we could ever get to that here, though? I think, honestly, I think Cove on a Monday night, Cove Unplugged, people do come and they listen and it's quiet. They're they're there for the music. Not always. Of course, people still want to have chat. Yeah, 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 which is fine. But at a wide as well, 
like it's a show people watch and they listen but then you can do other places and it's just you're literally background you know what but then you have to think think of the money yeah yeah of course but i think also it's like it's the intention of the venue so like if cove had us like turned down really low in the mix it's their it's their choice to to make it that loud it's their choice to make the night about us to call it unplugged yeah whereas other places like they brand the entertainment as like oh yeah these two guys are singing tonight it's it's an additional thing you know Mm. It's it's like it's like you're it's like a it's like a deal it's like a deal yeah you know whereas whereas Cove brands it as a show and White presents it as a show like yeah. they present you as a show I think it's very clear you have audio and visual visual cues yeah. that tell everyone you know like yo get your eyes on whatever's happening here mm. you know? yeah but then yeah. you say that like for example Iris it's it's branded as live music the DJ stops you then sing. The attention should be on you, but it kind of isn't. So right, why, why yeah. is that any different? Iris is a Iris was a what was was a bit of a it was it was different. It went through so many different like uh, iterations of of the way that they were doing live music. When I started, it was still when it was like the indoors yeah. Iris. That's now uh, Mess the, Gallery. Yeah, no, not the Miss Gallery one. Sorry, the one that was in the Oberoi. Yeah, yeah it's Miss Gallery. Oh, now. that is Miss Gallery yeah. now. Okay, so. <clears throat> Uh, and it was like like that tight sort of indoor like yeah. place with the bar in the court, the right? And the stage is, is at the back. And the sound was not fantastic there either, right? It wasn't amazing. Um, and it was just I think it was loud and always so so packed because Iris is such a like successful, you know, franchise. All, all really all AdMind anything AdMind touches, you know, turns to gold. They they're they're good at what they do and they know how to pack a house. Mm. But I think. It's usually like th- like that crowd is there to talk. Like they've had a yeah. busy ass week. Uh, they they're people who like you know work hard, are from corporate backgrounds, have corporate jobs, and they and they come there. They pack the place up, and yeah, sure they're listening for like a song or two. But I don't think that's the focus of their night. So so realistically, for it to happen, it's more of a midweek specialist type thing more than a weekend. For, I think definitely, yeah. Or yeah. at least we haven't gotten to the point where someone's been able to make it exciting and make live music exciting enough for people to do it on the weekend. Like if White was doing what they do with Gary, right, in in a more long form uh, format, you know, uh, on a weekend, I think people would come. So I think again, it's I like- If I sang in the right key. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> well if, you, if, if you had me playing for you so I could change the chords <laughs> yeah. during, but- uh, but like, yeah, I think it's up to the venues to create a buzz around an event. Like, it's like they really decide the the trends. I don't think in 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 people, it's uh, in sorry in Dubai, it's like everywhere else in the world where it's like the people decide what's trendy. I think here it's more of like yeah. a seller's market. Like, yeah. we're gonna tell you what's trendy based on uh, what's trendy in that country or that city or that you know avant garde, whatever it is. But then it's 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 like you said though, Cove doing the Mondays. Could be the start of other it is. people following, which it is a massive thing. It should, it is, and it should be, yeah. and and yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's a nice vibe, live music where, and you know what, man, you yeah. know what, Gare, like I, I don't think I've said, I've said this before, but like, Cove is one of the only places that's like they've kept us like this. They're not out there like trying to recycle the roster and keep it like fresh like the, there's people. this like loyalty yeah. thing yeah like we've been we've been at, at co for for two i've been there since since it started the new one mm. and gary joined very soon after and there's never been any 
like the, the, anything but them making us feel comfortable like always asking what we want and yeah 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 it's nice to have a it, it would be nice like to, to feel that safe in other gigs and, <laughs> yeah. res, and residencies <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's it can be very fickle yeah so you, you, were, you were saying uh, sorry I'm, on. On, I'm rewinding but you said about sound yeah and tiny temper did he find the sound really bad um to start with yes and then it got to the point where we would fly a sound engineer with us oh okay just and it got to that point even like at white when we was doing white <clears throat> we would bring a sound engineer with us which is safer much safer who would then literally tune their whole system mm. so then every time we came back we heard the system going down he'll come back and tune it up again like and it just shows like to me white still has a great system regardless but there's just not that investment in it. No. And I think now, obviously, how you've witnessed White and with the shows and stuff, they have a sound engineer. He's there from start to finish. So it's a bit bit better. But any other clubs I go to, any other shows we've ever done here is literally like bare minimum, even down to the mic. Like we would travel with everything. I don't understand why they don't grasp or get that mm. sound has to be the main priority yeah. <laughs> I'll when tell it comes you, to a live gig. At Koya as well, where I was just recently done like a three-month residency sort of after the initial crazy lockdown. Dude, they care a lot about sound there. Like they have they have one person who's just, he's like the, the he's just in charge of all things music, whether it's live. So yeah. he's there to like set up for me or help me set up, you know, uh, or, and, or, but he's also like, like I'll hear him say things like we need the we need we need the woofer in the in the in the in the in the members lounge to be minus 2.1 dB or minus 14.1 dB so he really knew his shit when he was talking about like the sound at Koya and that was the only other place where I saw them care that much you yeah love, but that's, you love a good woofer don't you Jay? that's that's also yeah. the other thing and I had the conversation <laughs> just good before sub. I had the conversation just before I came in here like you get a lot of people that Dubai is a place where a lot of chances. Oh yeah. So you'll get someone who is probably just a guitar tech on a tour who yeah. has come in and said he's a sound engineer. That's true. And gets a salary, but doesn't actually know what he's doing. And as a club, if you can pay someone or a venue, you can pay someone cheap who says he's a sound engineer, but literally all you can do is the faders or whatever. They're going to take it. Mm. So there's a fine line between getting a good engineer in Dubai. And I don't think there is enough. No, at there all. no there aren't. How many times have you walked into a venue and there's a singer? Are a musician, and you're like, oh my god! How does the venue, our management, not hear how bad they are? Oh yeah, that's happened. <laughs> that's lot. I've never. That's another thing about here how common that is. Yeah. So whatever about having background music, some venues don't care no. how it's how it sounds. But at the same time, a good sound engineer, sound engineer isn't cheap. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And it's like even on the road with Tiny, that would be the thing he would invest the most into. Because that's the difference between a good and a bad show. Yeah, definitely. Because you can go to a, a rubbish venue that doesn't have the amazing stuff, but if you've got a good engineer, he will make it the best. Yeah, he'll make it sound as good as he can. As and I it think can sound. You, you can't, in Dubai, it's all about salaries, visas and all of that. So <sighs> visas. if you're going to pay for a freelancer sound engineer, it's going to cost a lot more. If you're going to have a, someone on your books on a visa, it's also going to cost. Yeah. Mm. And how often are you actually going to use it? And then permissions and... All these extra. So costs. I think it, that's that's the difference to me why it's going to be hard to get good sound in Dubai. Yeah, agreed. 
And it's even like on other pods that we spoke about, it just seems like the permissions and permits and visas is always the problem between making something in our industry good. Man, yeah, 100%. And I'm sure with you guys as gigs, you'd probably get more gigs if there was no permits. Yeah, because mm. there's, there's a lot of times like someone that, you know, they'll need a replacement for someone who's like not yeah. going to show up. But it's four days before, so they can't apply for permits, so they just don't have entertainment altogether. I think they they did stop charging for permits when COVID happened. Yeah, well, yeah. it stopped for a bit, and then it started again. I, okay. think. I think. Yeah, it stopped in the three great months we had. Yeah, there was no no price, and then just before the entertainment ban this time, man, they were just about to say 100%. you didn't have to pay exactly. for it again. Oh, really? Yeah. Hopefully it'll be like that after Ramadan. After Ramadan. That's if what we we're all back. hoping for, right? <laughs> we hope. Yeah, yeah, it might get a month after Ramadan and then... Because all these outdoor venues will shut for yeah. summer. And all my gigs are outdoors at the moment. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, interesting. But what I did want to talk about. So you guys are on the live circuit more than making your own music and releasing music. Do you miss that? Is there a reason why that's not a focus of yours? Uh, making and releasing music. Yeah. For for me, for me, I'd say like it's my main, it's my okay. main focus. And for a couple, for a couple of years, gigging did like trump that because I did like get sucked into like I want to make more money. I want to yeah. make more. I can't like I can't believe I'm actually making money from doing this. And I just wanna, I just kept like wanting that to to feel that like positive feedback loop. And for some reason. At the time, like for me, it was like uh, the fact that I'm making money doing this proves that like I'm good at it, or or, or it proves that like, um, uh, or maybe it proves to to people who didn't believe that you know this should be the way to go for me, and then it proves them wrong, yeah. you know. So, but I was on that like sort of money train for a while, but then recently, like last year, I've I, I realized that like the the thing that matters to me most is is putting out music, and you know, I haven't been fast at it by any means, but I just put out like a single that I'm really proud of. Uh, it's called Moonbound. And um, it's it actually got some uh, radio play here in Dubai, <laughs> which is like unheard of. You know, it's, it's very rare to get yeah. to get airplay for for original music coming out of here. And it's still on rotation in Lebanon, which I'm also really proud of. Uh, we got featured on like I, I I don't know why I keep saying we because it's like it was me and the producer you know uh, it, it was like uh, I'm still waiting for my hoodie by the way did I not did, I, did you not get one Jay brought merchandise out when he released a single every yeah I made hoodies we like, made hoodies where's my hoodie it seemed at the time at the time everyone was making hoodies to promote whatever <laughs> I'm still waiting for my moonbound hoodie I'm, but I want to get you a special color okay. like a mint green this is so cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jay. <laughs> but in terms of like releasing music here, like you said, radio isn't the platform like it is yeah. in any other country. Like, could you see it becoming a platform? And like, would that mean the song has to be signed, or does it? Do you think that can happen in an independent level? I don't. I don't think it has to be signed. I think it has to be good. Um, to, to be on, look. To be honest, like if I didn't know some people that I knew like it might have not been the case that 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 I had the chance to like do I think the song deserves radio play a hundred percent and I think a lot of people would agree but it's a great song but thank you man it is Thanks, honestly bro. I thank used to get him to sing it live every week Thanks, really man. Yeah, yeah yeah he would he would he would always like be like yo sing your song sing your song wouldn't you have sung it if he didn't then 
sometimes if if I had like a big group of friends that were there, then I would do it because they were there. Why not? Because well, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 uh, it's is, it's. Isn't a bit, that like a part of the problem or not? It is a part of. I I am a part of the problem. <laughs> I think we all do that. We're a bit self-critical. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, we're all. You're also worried because because you're there for people to like listen and sing along. And I think I think we focus a lot on the sing along and not enough on the on the maybe just listening. Mm. But then sometimes you just have to go. No, I'm gonna yeah sing my original. So yeah, I'll, I'll pick. I'll pick. I'll, you know, I'll pick my my battles. Like I'll pick the, the when I when I when I think it's a good time to to throw it in. I'll throw it in. And most of the time, I do have people who I know who are there. Yeah, watching. The problem, again, and you said it already, Jake. Um, when I came here, I was all. Like I was recording, writing originals and stuff, and then you start making money, mm-hmm. and that becomes the priority. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, for a lot of people, the creativity goes a bit, and you start. But thankfully, in the last year for me, anyway, I've started working on. Just before COVID hit, hit um, me and Cassiano were writing. Cassiano's amazing guitarist. Yeah. Oh my god. Brazilian yes. guy. So we were working on a couple of originals. And then we were heading into the studio and then literally locked on. So we still, I performed it a few times. One, of, one of the original ones. But once. Still it. haven't recorded them. You did yeah. it once, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so once this all calms down, that's when I'm going to get back on the so, original. So obviously you've released a tune, but what is, what would make a tune successful for you in this region if you release? Like for me, obviously you've released a tune and it's it's doing well in Lebanon. Is that, what you done it for or is there like what would make it successful in dubai to you sexy music video jay like by the way a big part of it is that a big part of it is i think which i've ignored for a long time is like the visual aspect and having a good music video uh which i don't have for this song i don't have anything visual other than just the artwork for the cover uh I, i i think this song specifically because it's a bit like folksy and guitar driven and and a bit like it's it's like pop country or pop folk, like folk pop, you know. It's not really like a something that you'd expect to hear on the big radio stations. Yeah. So, in terms of my expectations, it did exactly it did more than what I thought it would, which is which makes me very happy. The song I'm currently working on, and 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 I've had this in mind for a while, is way more like just has way more energy, and I want to see like I want to see what the what 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 a song that's catered to be on sort of top 40 radio if you, if you yeah. you know if you want to call it that uh can make it from an original musician here I, like that's that's the next experiment for and what me. do you think will take for that to happen uh, man I, I think it's going to take the just sort of like the the big stations to at least have some sort of like an entry like an entry point right like uh there's obviously there's there are a couple of radio hosts uh like you know JJ Thompson JJ Nimi right and there's uh and and there's Big Haas and there's Mark Lloyd from uh what is it Dubai Eye he has sort of like a BBC introducing type yeah. uh, thing which i think has stopped now or or i just maybe haven't been listening but uh but i think those like there needs to be an entry point to the big stations there needs to be like a like a weekly like introducing someone from from from, from Dubai, you know, mm. that it just just a platform for it to get on on radio. I think because radio is the big one. Radio is where we hear like, you know, all the hits and stuff. And because social media, YouTube, everything mm. 
everyone's just doing it that way. And I think it doesn't have a long shelf life on social media. Comes the goes. next one comes yeah. quick, yeah. Um, whereas if Jay said, if you can get it on radio on a playlist yeah, and it gets played all the time. For, uh, the, uh, the only reason I'm saying radio over like Spotify playlists or social media is because I'm talking about like specifically like regionally, yeah. like why don't, and I get your question, like why don't we have basically like local, I'm, I'm not going to say like local celebrities, but like local uh, artists who are like celebrated, you know? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, sh- we, ha- we have a couple, I guess, right? Like Leila Cardan is like a, a name to mention and like Aubrey is one to yeah. mention. Uh, but other than that, there really isn't infrastructure of, to introduce the audience to it. And I think radio is the only way. So you, A lot of self-proclaimed uh, celebrities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you guys yeah. as artists, like, especially in the UK and me being on radio in the UK, there was so much of like a new artist that would just be hammering me. Like, can you play this? Can you play this? Sending me 50 songs a week. Like coming up, waiting outside the station and doing things like that to force it in like is there not that element of doing stuff like that here or or is it do you need representation in dubai to to do that that's and do you think that would work in that question because i think again whatever it is about here people at home that is a good way to do it knock on doors until you get what you want and here for some reason people have too much pride to do things like that i don't know what it is that whereas if you're at home in your own country, for me, again, I'm speaking personally, I think you would have, uh, back then I would have done more and made more of an effort and had less, I would have cared less Yeah. about annoying people to get my song on the radio. Whereas here, I think you have to be, people feel they have to be more like, what's the word I'm looking for? More respectful or more reserved. Reserved, yeah, yeah. yeah. reserved is a good word. So it's a, it's a big part of not, Seeming like you're desperate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes if, if everyone's, I wouldn't say desperate, but like sometimes that's the way to do it yeah. is annoy people and knock on doors until you get your song on the radio. Did you give in to some people? Yeah, of course. Like to me, it's, it's talent rules. So if, if it is a good song and yeah. I would yeah, always yeah. make a point of like trying to listen to as much as I can mm. and meeting these people, like if the song's good, why, why not? Yeah, yeah. And I think... That's that's the difference. And even, even when you're saying, Jay, that you have a track coming that is not specifically, but predominantly like for radio. Yeah. And it will be good. Why wouldn't it get played? Like, and why wouldn't you go above and beyond to make sure that it does? I think I will. I think I think that's pretty much like the like my next mission is is doing just that, yeah. you know? Because I've gotten out I've gotten it out of my system that like okay, you can you can you can make a a really good song and you can put it out and and it can it's it can like whatever, I'm staying true to 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 what I love, but I also love something that grooves. I love something yeah. funky. I love something that makes me move, you know? Um so I just don't think there has been that song yet, to be honest, I don't think. Do you think that as in locally, like as in locally, locally I don't think that song has come out yet. That's like good enough to be really like top four to, to make it big. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's come out. Yeah, but is that to make it big worldwide or just to have 
have it in the UAE. Like, well, I, I think, think I think worldwide. I think worldwide because yeah. I think to be to be to be big here, it has to have the potential of being big worldwide. Yeah. I think that's the way they look at it. I think that's how high the barrier to entry for for radio for original local music is. There's no like breakout I think it's fair. star, really, is there? There is like, no breakout star that, that can internationally. No, from here. Yeah, but are I, based I, here. Like me on the outside now, I think that that's where it's gonna pretty much be close to impossible because you're not gonna have, like you're talking about these big international hits, they kind of have to start somewhere. And uh-huh, yeah. if, if you're comparing that to a Taylor Swift that's on radio now and the power and the machine that's behind that to make it that, which is not here, like how do you feel like it's gonna happen? No, 100%. I'm not saying that you need, that, that the goal is to compete internationally. I'm saying like, when you're writing the song, that's the mindset that you have yeah. to be in. That that's that that song needs to be good enough to compete with those with those songs just for slots on local radio, mm. right? So 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 because I feel like that's how good it has to be. It has to beat out the the the, the or or be as good as like the again my beaches out in Georgia, yeah. uh, right? It has to be as good as those for for the people here to be like okay because they're not going to give priority to someone just because they're. I think just because they're here, just because they're local. I don't think that's happening yet. So the other way to do it is just be so good that they can't, right, that they can't ignore it, that they have to put it on, that, that if they don't put it on, they're doing something wrong. I think you do need contacts in London, in LA, in these places. If you're here and you have a good song, I think releasing it here isn't enough. You need to have contacts in other places. Yeah, and then what about like record labels here then? W- wouldn't mm. no. Mm. It's more distribution, I think they focus on, isn't it? I mean, those are yeah, those are the deals that that mostly happen. Like the contracts mm. that are signed are mostly distribution deals. I only know of one artist who, like, has an actual really long term uh, contract with with like with like Universal. Universal. Yeah, like a five or six year contract. I think it was, which is not just distribution, uh, but like. Yeah, labels don't don't do much for artists here. Sometimes I wonder, like, I like is it is it, is it okay to be completely honest with my opinion on it? Like, you know, you know what I mean? It's uh, like Spare I haven't the beans, seen Jay. I haven't seen any 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 label do anything big for an artist who deserves it. I've seen and and f- from what from from looking again looking from the outside, this is how it seems. It's just. The, the 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 artists or the the people who get all the recognition and the push and the, like support from labels are people who are paying for it a lot of the time or or <laughs> or have them or just have the money to uh, like to portray a sort of lifestyle right and then to pay for these really big budget music videos and and really expensive producers so and and but the thing is like you can still with all that po- po- glitz and all that polish, you can still tell like this person is not an artist. Like this is a person with money. with with money who looks good or who has paid even to to, to look good, you know. And some and I'm I'm not, I'm not saying this from a bitter perspective. I'm just like this is how I see it, and this is how this yeah. is what what I've seen so far. I yeah, agree. Really. I uh, agree to a certain extent. Yeah, I was going to say that because he, on the other side of that, to me, that is exactly the same as. Reality, The Voice, X mm. Factor, to mm. a certain extent, you yeah. become that, then you're put into this machine, 
you're they pay to make you look good. Are you technically an artist? I'm not taking anything away. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shows. I know. Um, but that is kind of that machine. But then here now, if there was a label and they approached you and they said, we can do this, do this, do this for you, how would you feel about that? I'd love it. I'd love it if if, if they, it, I, I guess it would de- it really depend like on on, on, on the people but that I'm it, talking to. Would, that, would it take for it to be a major label that is around the world or do you think there's space for independent labels? 100% there's space for independent labels. Like if you think about it, the only people who, uh, man, the, like for example, the electronic music scene here, yeah. they have little collectives, they yeah. have little cliques of people who who DJ together in the same clubs and stuff. Like you know, there was like the the, the Blue Marlin Ibiza mm-hmm. sort of crew with uh, Frederick Stone, Frederick Stone yeah. and Mishka and all those guys, right? Like they had a little clique, and I kind of like wish we had that for for us, like little. Not labels, but collectives, like what, whatever it is. You so, know? what would you want from a label like that? What What do you think would help you here in the UAE from an independent label? Um, obviously, if you look at in the UK and around the world as a major label, you have A and R's, you have all of this. Exactly, you don't have any of that here. So, is that what you'd be looking for? Yeah, Pro- proper I think, marketing. I think proper so, marketing, yeah. someone to connect the dot, to connect you with opportunities, right, Gary? Mm-hmm. Like. Someone who who would tell you, okay, I can get you this interview with this person. And obviously, that's on a more of on a on the PR side of things, but also someone who would uh, like you know like uh, give you deadlines and distribution deals and get your songs featured on playlists, and they'd be the one pushing them to radio stations here. Like maybe that's what what's missing, right? Maybe yeah. the middleman is yeah. missing. Yeah, I'm useless at all. Like if I was releasing a single and a lot of people are doing it on their own. Spotify, all these different platforms. I haven't a clue how to put stuff on there. I guess I'd want someone to basically look after all yeah. that side of things and it, a good marketing strategy. Because it's, it's, it's a weird one in the music industry, and I'll, I'll take it back to the UK, where a lot of the artists now want it the other way. So they're not looking for the major label record deals because they can distribute, they can pay a radio plugger themselves, they can pay marketing themselves and they want to own it. When I feel like here it needs to be way back and a fresh start yeah. as the, in you need the full label system. Yeah, because it hasn't ever started here. Like we never had that here. Yeah. So I think you like we can't skip that step, yeah. right? Because because the roads like those channels just don't exist yet. Mm. Those channels between us and the everything, yeah. like, it's just not there. But then when you talk about, like, someone doing, <clears throat> like, arranging press runs and stuff like that, do you think there's enough outlets for stuff like that in the UAE? Yeah. I think radio, yeah, definitely. But on a press side of things. Like, on, I, I can only think of, like, of one or two TV stations that would, you know, but they're, that would, that would. Yeah, accommodate that kind of thing, but like, there are also man. There's like, ma- there's there's a bunch of like local magazines that like, and I'm I'm not, I'm not talking about like obscure local magazines. I'm talking like you know like you know like Vogue Vogue Arabia or whatever. Like mm. there are Esquire the Esquire, which you've been featured on like right a couple times, and they always have you at their events. I haven't broken through to like the 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 magazine. Uh, uh, sort of like world yet, but but like yeah, there should be people connecting us to those, mm. right? Like so, how how do you get how do you get like a uh, um to be to, to be featured on an article or something? Is it because 
Well, I... He's Irish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk my way in there. <laughs> I um, actually hosted uh, the Esquire Awards. Oh, and, right. Yeah, you do a lot of... And so I worked with them things. first and then sang at some of their events and then... And GQ. And then, yeah, they just... Yeah, so it's... With ITP, I, yeah. I'd done a lot of work with them. And that's, that, that is actually like the classic... The buyer thing, though, exactly, it? and it is exactly which also plays a part in the problem, but is also a good thing. Mm-hmm. So it's a double-edged sword sometimes. But then I think it's going to take for someone that has the full three sixty, because you can be a great artist, but you as just an artist and a good song, why would an Esquire or Vogue feature you when they kind of need you to be on the look side of things and fashion and all of that to make it all tie in when? Around the world, there's so many different artists that have everything mm. and they can be featured in everything. Like, mm. if you're just a good artist, to me, you have a great song, radio, TV, hopefully, as a performance base, and there's no kind of key music magazine. So where else would you go if you're that type of artist? Do you get what I mean? Exactly. So I think it's, it's, it's definitely having that label that can support you 360 and help create that that I think is going to take. And I think once there's one person that's done it, then it should just trickle through. That sounds that's like you it. should do it if you're not too busy. <laughs> if you're not too busy, bro. Like, I know you got the podcasts, and but, but we're all out of, like, our main gigs right now, so... He's, I, ma- he's making good. too much money on uh, um, Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, that's all he cares yeah. about. <laughs> For me, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm a music person through and through. And, like, now that I'm here full-time, and I have been for over a year... There's that sense of culture that's just missing that yeah. I have seen absolutely everywhere I've traveled. Everywhere to. in the world, except like right? even the, the gigs I played in Lebanon. There's that culture, right? Yeah, that's what and I'm saying. Yeah. and I feel like for such a place that's thriving with the entertainment business and it's not here, like it, it kind of pains me. And it's part of the reason why I started the podcast because mm. I think people need to hear about it and not just like I'm hoping that with a podcast it's not just listened to here. Do you not find though here there's a constant flow? People don't stay here long enough. Yeah, but why Transient, would you why would I mean. you yeah. stay here long enough if the system isn't here for you? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, and then it's like you said, you're gonna come here and you can get paid. And then you'll just be happy with getting paid. There's only a certain amount of time you'd be happy with that. I think after the first yeah. three years, I was like, oh yeah. God, it's great. Don't get me wrong, making money. You but burn out. I was, I, no, you lose. I definitely did. The you passion. Lose. You lose For your the creative, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. You lose your creativity, and you you just get into this rut of making money, which again is yeah. great. But then you stop and realize, oh my god, I'm I'm ignoring what I really want to do. And that's that's not just in what you guys do. Like for me, the last eight years, I was fortunate enough to come here in the winter, where I'm more quiet in the UK, and just make money. Mm. But it was there was times where it was soul destroying because of the music was just the same everywhere you went. Mm. The gigs were the same. It's all about tables, blah, blah, blah. And then I would get my fix in the summer. But if you're based here full time and you're just here to make money, how will you get the creative juices back? I agree. You have to, for me, when I leave, you get that yeah. boost, even if it's for a couple of weeks. Yeah. You get, I always get this surge of motivation. Of, of, yeah. And when you leave and get out of that, take a break. Yeah. Um, I used to always leave for Ramadan, full month. And then I'd come back and I'd be oh, fresh. fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just just going back, sorry, I was meant to mention it, but as a label, if there is an independent label, blah, 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 there's, in the UK, you can get paid from so many different aspects, whether it's streaming and stuff like that, which I know here, 
like the royalty system the doesn't, royalty yeah, system doesn't, doesn't really, exist no, doesn't. so in terms of a label doing all of that for you and they're gonna which may be the reason why it isn't here they're gonna struggle recouping anything they put in like how is it gonna work exactly wouldn't it be great if we just go back to cds and records and cassette tapes and make it easier yeah but then it'd be <laughs> so much harder to send someone your song yeah true I just like the old-fashioned stuff. I like how easy it is to just <laughs> for, for 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 me to tell anyone to listen to this one song. Yeah, now. true. Go on to Spotify or yeah, or YouTube or whatever, mm. whatever it is, Deezer, whatever you pay for. But it's just so much of it. There's so many people doing it. Yeah, and it's flooded. And yeah, but I think like like the product above all, like if it's if the thing that you make is good, if that's the f that's where most of the focus should go. If it's good enough, like I think no matter what, it it's not going to get lost in translation. Like people are going to hear it. Yeah, I believe that. Like, yeah. and maybe that's sometimes like, great you know, stuff does get lost. Though. Like it doesn't get to the right person. It doesn't get the right ears listening to it, and it just gets lost. I think eventually it always it always will will come back. Like that Searching for Sugar Man documentary, like that guy was, yeah, he, he had great shit and it got lost, but then, you know, y years later, decades later, found its way back. Found its way back, and now it's like on so many people's playlists. Yeah. Sugar Man. I think, I think there's a big, like, and obviously you guys make money from live here, so I think there's a big part of if if labels ain't gonna make money from like streaming and stuff like that, that the bigger picture is they they make money from your lives maybe, mm. because if you have a fan base now from playing your song on radios and stuff like that, your gigs can be bigger. Like yeah. you're going on the voice, it adds that bit extra spike yeah. to your CVs. Yeah, mm. exactly. Like, and that's the thing. There's no, why can't you go and do a concert and people charge to go in? Uh, you charge for them to go in, and it's like your own headline show. Yeah. That would be great if there were if there were labels who supported that kind of show and who were who were willing to take the risk like the investment risk and and if but I think if they branded it properly like it would work. There, but I think I think that is also a big thing that radio stations could also do. I, that's why whenever it comes to like original, whenever the topic, you know, goes to original music in Dubai, I the the first thing I talk about is the radio stations. Like that's the number one thing. That I talk about is the radio station. Because really, what radio even, station is there I a radio mean, station that does I mean, play local music? I mean, uh, there's uh, Pulse Pulse ninety five, the, the Sharjah radio station. There's Dubai Dubai I one hundred three point eight, and and I think I think Virgin like the Virgin would they ever stick on an original local? You know artist? what I was I was actually thinking about because I knew we would be talking about this and I was thinking about about this on my way here. I'm not sure if they whether I I think that whether they pl they played like a Jamie Deville song once. I'm not even sure whether it's it was on rotation or not, but like uh I th I think he got some sort of promotion from Virgin whether it was like through Chris Fade individually or Virgin itself. But I don't think so. I think that's the big that's the big one to break. Like that's the that's yeah. the big hard difficult. Because they want to crack. It's like the same music on those big stations yeah. over and over. Like um, Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, same over and over again. I find same songs. Uh, yeah. So and there no, should be there should a be room for, for just slot. like one or two. Yeah, but maybe the thing is also is is also that like again I'm gonna go I, I'm going back I know but to to, to like the, the the songs have to be good enough to yeah. to compete 
and and they have to be aware of the song now. And they have to be yeah. aware. So so again, it goes back to Marketing. like, the, yeah, the, yeah. Well, the, there needs to be that. Even when point. I said about like different artists bringing songs, the same way an artist would, I would have ten pluggers. Like I could show you my emails now. In the last hour, I probably would have received five songs from radio pluggers. Wow. And like, it got to the point where with the radio pluggers when I was on radio in the UK. What station did you? I was on Capital Extra first and then BBC One Extra after that. Cool. And like, I would have to get my producers to tell me what was good because it was that many. And then it's like, here, I just, that's, there's no one that is physically handing CDs. Obviously, we're not doing CDs, but physically having a contact at radio stations saying, this is the hot hit. This guy, yes. tell the story. Because that's, that's the other thing. And it's like, because there's so many tunes in rotation on radio, the content becomes the same. So if you had like an hour a day or literally one segment a day where this guy's local, he's from Lebanon, blah, blah, blah. The, the amount of people from Lebanon that listen to the station, that's a whole new yeah, kind of aspect of your show. Yeah, Do you get what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Irish people, same thing. But it's, it's, I think it's not even in your hands. It's that someone that is... That's not been hired yet. Even. Yeah. yeah. And it's willing to take a chance and do that. Is there anything that you've like one of the many songs that have been sent to you? Is there anything that you like in a specific instance that you can remember where you sort of like took a risk on something that you liked but weren't sure that it was going to work and then it actually, you know? Well, for me, I've really always well? I've always had like the good thing about the shows I've done, they've never been playlisted. So even if I liked it and no one else did, it didn't matter. And on one of my shows, I was a big part of it, it was like when music just started getting released on Fridays. So I did a whole new music segment. I would call the artists. These are artists that are like not known at all. Call them on the phone, have a chat with them on the station. Nice. And I'd get messages, oh, that song weren't good. That song weren't good. But to me, if I've sold the song and I like the song, mm. job done. Yeah. Yeah. And that artist may never get another radio play, but True. he has that the same way you guys have the voice. Like, exactly. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I think even even for some local talent here, if they've got that soundbite of a song being played on a radio station here, that could be the difference with them getting another couple hundred dirhams on their fees. Like, and that's that's the system giving back again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's also it's it's an extra hundred extra couple hundred dirhams, but also get could get like other radio stations to listen or other other radio stations to start considering original yeah. music for their for their you know. It's it's gonna take for one. All all that needs to happen. One station needs to yeah. make it a thing. And we know Dubai, the same way Cove do that on Mondays, there's 100% in the next when we're back up and running, other people are going to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just the same thing. Mm. We could chat about this type of stuff. These, these podcasts ain't long enough, but we have to keep I want to ask it <laughs> off topic. Working on the radio and working in the industry. I love hearing stories like this. Who, I'm sure along your way, you've dealt with like difficult <laughs> people or who's been like your worst nightmare scenario? As in like interviews and stuff yeah. like that? In any aspect, if you've ever met anyone or interviewed someone that's been a right pain in the ass, I love hearing that gossip. Um, <laughs> there's so many like, for me, when I was on radio and I was doing interviews, it was all about keeping it just short. Yeah. And I would do that same new music feature. And that's the thing. I w I'm talking to people that have never been on radio so sometimes I just have these conversations and they're like, uh, so tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, my name is 
<laughs> and it's like this this is your two minutes to sell yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. like this you may be the only two yeah. minutes That's all and, you've got. and then it's like it's awkward and then I'll, I'll, I'll interview some Americans that are just massive and they just won't shut up won't shut up uh, or on the other hand they're just like the most ignorant people that know they're good <laughs> and they're, they're, they're like why am I doing this I don't need to mm. do this and I think it's like I don't know I, I, because I believe in what I'm talking to like I wouldn't just do an interview for the sake of it. Yeah. So I would never really be in that position where it's a bit awkward. What's the worst thing that's ever happened to you? On radio? In or your in careers, general? both of you. Oof. In your careers. Uh, falling <laughs> over on stages up there. That was that was like my mum and dad's first show when they came to see. Where was that? It was Hammersmith Apollo. Tiny, first tiny headline show. First show they had seen. And I've just run across the stage and just tumbled. There's a video on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> That's probably the worst. I was thinking about that, it yesterday yeah. as well. I, 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 I had a show in India where uh, it was like an NH7, NH7 Weekender concert. That's what it was called. It was a big festival. Probably the biggest show I've done. And there was like a thousand people in the crowd and it was just uh, like me in a trio format. So like Colin on the drums and Steve on the bass. And... Uh, I have this ha this happens to me often where like I'll be looking down at my pedal board and then on my way back up I'll just I'll just doop the my, my head my bald head on the mic <laughs> but this time but this time I I it, it was so violent <laughs> that, that the mic stand literally fell into the the into the crowd and oh. and it took like one of the roadies like had to run and get me another one and I was like mid song so I had to extend like whatever. Yeah, chord progression them I was things on. are good. It just shows that you're human. I love, yeah. like, I love when stuff like that. that for, there'll be people in the audience that will never forget that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're they're love amazing. Yeah. I love stuff like that. <laughs> but we've got to wrap it there, um, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Bro. Yeah, if you want to just let people know where they can catch you, if you want to chat about your yeah. music coming as well. Of course, I've got uh, Moonbound is my latest single. It's out uh, on all platforms. You can go to my Instagram page, which is j.abo, J-A-Y dot, dot A-B-O. That's it, yeah. And hopefully after Ramadan, we'll be back at Cove. Yes, we will. White. Uh, I do Zabil House as well in the greens. And then... I'll get, get us some or, gigs. Other places. Gary. Yeah, I'll get you some more stuff. Just came back from the Maldives, actually. Did a couple of gigs there. So oh. hopefully uh, more. In and you can, my Instagram is at Gary Deegan. Gary is spelled with an I for some strange reason. You can ask my parents about that. Irish. It actually is. Because there's in the Irish language, in the alphabet, there's no Y. There's no Y. There's yeah. no Z. So my dad was like, he didn't want to call me Gary. And he said, if we're going to call him Gary, we're putting an I on there. Wow. I, I, I'm not going to like, God's <laughs> honest truth. Out of traveling everywhere, Ireland's the place I miss the most. Really? Yeah. Where were you? We did so many gigs. Like that was the next best place for Tiny. In like, Dublin we, and? Yeah, everywhere. We supported... Yeah. Um, the script like five times oh, nice. all the script, around the world man. did you so do cool. crow park yeah with the script yeah oh my god that was probably was eighty thousand people yeah it was a joke wow amazing and then um arthur's day is always a great day yeah 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 guinness uh, that's a guinness day and then the best day what's the uni big uni day in dublin trinity not trinity uh, i can't remember but it's, it's trinity college and, yeah and they yeah. do a big yeah, yeah end of year party which is everyone goes bananas yeah. <laughs> anyway, Outpour DXB. Thank you guys. Cheers, Charlie.